Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everyone. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And after about five weeks, the late model stock cars are back in action this weekend. It's throwback weekend, Hickory Motor Speedway. Saturday night, the Honeywell Home Throwback 276, presented by Baker Distributing Company. They'll be in tandem with the super late models as well. And it's been a long time. It's been five weeks since our last race, June 19th to be exact, at Dominion Speedway, where Daniel Silvestri picked up his first Cars Tour win. Daniel will be via the GSX Rap Studio line after our first break, and he's going to catch us up on what he's been doing in his five weeks off since going to Victory Lane at Dominion Speedway on June 19th. We're also going to have Jared Fryer, the defending Cars Tour late model stock car champion. He will be in studio. We'll talk to him about his throwback scheme, honoring his grandfather, Freddie Fryer. A lot of history behind that particular scheme for Jared, and we're also going to dive in a lot of history behind a lot of these schemes that you're going to see at Hickory Motor Speedway. This is probably one of the most well-attended races throughout the course of the year in short track race and whether it's Cars Tour, NASCAR, you know, we've had the the two first legs of the Triple Crown at South Boston and Langley Speedway. Great fanfare at both of those events, but with the Cars Tour, shows up at Hickory for throwback weekend at the end of July, 1st of August. It is always uh, quite the spectacle. You're going to have some legends on hand this weekend as well. Um, you're going to have the likes of Scott Riggs, Joe Nemechek, uh, David Green, Larry Pollard, Bosco Cole, David Rudiman will all be at Hickory Motor Speedway as part of Throwback Weekend this weekend at Hickory. Looking at the entry list provided by our friends at the Cars Tour in their home office in Mooresville, we've got 29 late model stock cars on the pre-entry list. Chase Dixon, Connor Jones, Craig Moore, Connor Mosack making his return to the Cars Tour late model stock. He's been doing a lot of different things, uh, but he'll make his return to the Cars Tour this weekend. Mike Darn will be back behind the wheel. The first time he's been in competition behind the wheel in the Cars Tour here. He's been behind the wrenches um, with Connor Jones earlier this year, but he'll be driving his famed number six car, Mitch Walker, Minnie Tyrell, Josh Berry, uh, the most recent uh, winner at Langley this past weekend in the Hampton Heat 200. He'll be back in the Cars Tour in the familiar number eight for Junior Motorsports. Sam Butler, Justin Johnson, Lane Riggs, Mason Diaz. In-studio guest Jared Fryer. Ron Millington will make his Cars Tour debut in 2021 this weekend at Hickory. Joe Valento, Bobby McCarty, Timothy Peters, Jonathan Schaefer, Danny Bone, Tyler Matthews, who's got a really cool scheme, uh, honoring Sterling Marlin, the number 40 Silver Bullet Coors Light car, Jonathan Finley. Bubba Pollard will be back in action this weekend, driving to Justin Johnson Ford. Brandon Pierce, Deke McCaskill, Landon Huffman, Mike Looney, Caden Honeycutt, Sam Yarbrough, and our guest coming up, Daniel Silvestri. Round out the 29 drivers that are pre-entered on the late model side. And then on the super late model side, there's only 10 on the entry list. But of these 10, man, any of these any of these guys can win. Brandon Setzer will be back in action his first time behind the wheel in the Cars Tour here in 2021. Justin Kreider, Tyler Church, Daniel Webster, Michael Rich, Zane Smith, Chandler Smith, Carson Quap. 
Hopple, Matt Craig, Jeff Benton. Again, 10-car field, but, man, any of those guys can win. It should be a great race on the super late model side. Heading into Hickory, again, a little over halfway through the season, looking at the point standings for the late model stock cars. Two-time champion Bobby McCarty holds a two-point lead over Caden Honeycutt, three-point lead over Justin Johnson. Jared Fryer is fourth. He's a mere seven points behind, uh, rounding out the top five. Deke McCaskill, Deke is six, 15 markers behind. Daniel Silvestri, sixth, tied with Sam Yarborough. Those guys are 26 points behind. Brandon Pearson, eighth. Lane Riggs in ninth. And Minnie Tyrell round out the top ten. On the super late model side, it's a two-man race. Only four races thus far for the super late models. Matt Craig, Carson Quapple, separated by a mere two points. Jeff Batten, third. He's 40 points behind. Justin Crider's fourth. He's 45, rounding out the top five. Cody Connors. So interesting to see that Cody Connors not at Hickory this weekend. He's someone that's uh, always been a familiar face, especially at Hickory Motor Speedway and the cars tours there, but he is not on the entry list. It'll be interesting to see if he potentially uh, is a late entry. But anyway, activities start at Hickory Motor Speedway on Friday afternoon with late model stock car practice. They start at 2.30. They'll go for an hour. Super late models from 3.30 to 4.30. And then a pair of 30-minute practices wrapping up at 6.30 as the super late models end practice on Friday. Saturday, the gates open at 9.30. Mandatory crew chief meeting at 10.15. Practice for the late model stock cars will kick off at 12.15. Super late models, they'll kick off at 12.50. They'll alternate two 30-minute practices and then they'll go through pre-tech qualifying. The grandstands open at 4 o'clock. Single car qualifying for the late model stock cars at 4.30, followed by the super late models at 5.15. Fan Fest, something that we have not had since COVID-19 hit a year and a half ago, but Fan Fest will be on track of this weekend at Hickory Motor Speedway from 6 to 7. A lot of these really cool throwback scenes, and we'll go over and review some of these later on in the sh- in the show, but get to really look up close and personal, see some of these really cool schemes. Um, graphics Unlimited has done a great job with a handful of them, as well as Mincy's Graphics DreamWorks did a really nice job with Lane Riggs's throwback to Jack Ingram. But you'll get a chance to see those up close and personal. Look back with the legends from 7.05 to 7.20. Driver interjections at 7.30, and then 8 o'clock, the green flag will follow for the Honeywell Home Throwback 276 presented by Baker Distributing, 138 for the Super Late Model, and 138 laps for the late model stock cars. General admission tickets, $25. Trackside parking, $25 as well. Pit passes, $45. Children under 12 are free. Something cool that you can do here, uh, they've got a throwback package at $76. Get you a general admission throwback hat throwback t-shirt and the poster which is really cool it goes as a poster that has all of the throwback schemes on it uh well worth the 76 dollars that you can pick that up for so anyway so we've got a great show for you again daniel Silvestri is going to be on the gsx raps hotline we'll talk to him after the break about dominion and then jared fryer is in First caution flag of the day is out. Brandon Willard's got that out. We're going to take this opportunity to come down pit road, stick her up, and we return. We'll be back with the most recent Cars Tour late mile stock car winner, Daniel Silvestri. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. 
Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Hannah Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact PJ Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. This is Ronald Hill, driver. 74 Chevrolet Gardner Marsh equipment. You're listening to Stickered Up with Stephen Dunn. Green flag back out. Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Now on the GSX Raps Hotline, driver of the Bitcoin Chevrolet out of the Sellers Racing Shops, our most recent winner of the Cars Tour Late Model Stock Car Series, Daniel Silvestri. Daniel, welcome to the Stickered Up podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, guys. Well, we we we, uh, we had you scheduled to come on a couple weeks ago uh, after the win, and and you were doing some really fun stuff out in in the west. You were doing a little uh, little vacationing, and we'll get to that here in a minute. But man, has it? You've had five weeks to let that let that initial uh, first career cars tour win sink in. Talk a little bit about that, and and how how it feels going into Hickory this weekend as the most recent cars tour winner. Man, it's just it's it's surreal. It's just really cool. Um, I don't know how many times I've watched that uh, replay that Pit Road TV puts up on YouTube over and over again. But I've watched it multiple times. Uh, you know, it's something you dream of to be a Cars to Winner Tour winner. There's not that many of them. There's an elite list of people that have won a race, and it's just really cool to do so. And uh, man, it's just super exciting. It's really what we needed. We had a lot of confidence going into Dominion, and. Uh, Man, it was just so cool to do it in front of so many friends and family. Yeah, and then Dominion, obviously a racetrack that you were that you frequented last year in 2020 before jumping into the Cars Tour here in 2021. But a couple of your teammates at Sellers Racing, Peyton Sellers, uh, Landon Pimbleton, those guys, um, Dominion's kind of a home track. They kind of go between that and South Boston. How much were you able to take away from what those guys were able to kind of help you guys with, you and Thomas Scott, as far as preparation for that weekend at Dominion? Uh, we took a we took a look at the notes. Um, a lot of it more had to do with, especially with running different tires. You know, they're on McCreary's up there, and we were on Hoosiers. There was some of the setup stuff was going to be different. 
Um, but it, in terms of, you know, some of the engine stuff and, and carburetor and a few other things and just getting power, we definitely took a lot of the things they had learned, um, you know, running up there a lot. You know, that's such a big uh, racetrack and requires a lot of motor. So uh, we made sure we got the best out of our uh, shovel, Chevrolet the entire race. Racing Mike Looney. Mike's one of those guys. He's he's a chiseled veteran in the late model stock car. And you guys race side by side and tooth and nail for the better part of 50 laps there as the race wound down. Talk a little bit about racing against Mike Looney for that first career win. Man, I you know, he's one of those guys you want to beat. Uh, you know, he's so respected. He's such a nice guy, too. You know, he's, he's, he's super respectable, you know. Um, he's going to race hard, but he's going he's gonna to race you fair, and he wants to have a great finish at the end. And, um, you know, he pushed me hard. You know, I definitely used up more stuff than I wanted to, but, you know, that's what those guys are going to do. They're going to make you work for it. And um, I'm so glad, you know, I got to race a guy like him. I'm so glad I get to race guys his caliber every week. Um, he's not the only one that is super respected in, in this at this level, and uh, I'm just glad to be able to, to beat them all. One thing that I wanted to ask you, uh, when, when we started off the season, we looked at this 2021 rookie class for the Cars Tour. Uh, Caden Honeycutt, yourself, um, you know, Sam Butler, Connor Jones. I mean, it's a it's a really, it's a heavy hitters of up-and-comers in late model stock car. And I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, Caden won at Langley a couple of weeks before you won your race. And I, I remember, you know, that Pit Road TV uh, reference that you just mentioned. I remember seeing you going into victory lane to congratulate Caden, and, and he did the same thing. Um, talk a little bit about this rookie battle. I mean, you're you're, you're currently second in rookie of the year uh, standings behind Caden Honeycutt, but it seems like you guys have got a little bit of a friendly rivalry going on and obviously cheering each other on when they're, when you're not in victory lane. I mean, I, I, Caden's a great kid, and, you know, he's a good friend I've made in this car store stuff. Um, you know, I've, I've known who Caden, who's Caden is since uh, for a long time. I've seen him race legend cars. I know how talented he is as a driver. And, you know, this, this rookie deal is in this, there's a few guys, including Sam, you know, who are really, really good, and they deserve to run good every week. And, uh, you know, it's a challenge to outdo those guys. And, you know, I wish we had a, a stronger first part of the season, and I really feel like we would have been a, a lot closer to Caden. But I think, you know, if, if anything, that Dominion race is a turning point, and we'll see if we can turn the Jets on from here. Well, you've got five races left. You currently sit sixth in, in the point standing, again, 26 points behind Bobby McCarty. What are your expectations? Obviously, looking into this weekend, Hickory, a, tr- a place that you're going back for the second time, uh, the only track that we go to twice for the Cars Tour. But obviously south boston the racetrack high grip i feel like you you're you're more of a high grip racetrack and so going to somewhere like south boston that's got to be exciting for you but you know we've got wake county coming up tri-county florence you know have you guys kind of sat back you know you and thomas scott your crew chief have you guys really kind of sat down and kind of tried to game plan for the next five races to kind of close out the 2021 campaign you know, we're, we're doing a lot of uh, game planning, definitely. You know, a lot of it sometimes also has to come down to, to funding what we want to do. We're also looking at, you know, Martinsville and all that. We're going to see how this works out. You know, I am excited to go to Hickory. I think, you know, knowing how much we've progressed with the race car and how much better we've gotten it and knowing that before Dominion, Hickory was our best run and how many cars we passed that week. And I really feel like even though that was my first time at Hickory, I really do like the racetrack. I think it fits my driving style very well i'm excited to see what we have at hickory and um you know i think the next few races will set the tone for what we plan on doing towards the end of the season
Now, it sounded like there was a car in the background. Are you at the racetrack right now? No, um, I, I just got off of uh, I got off of work. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm currently sitting in a parking lot doing this, but you know we're making it happen. I'm trying to do everything I can. Hey, man. Before I leave to practice. I, I hear. Well, speaking of that, you know, practice is something that these days is a little bit, a little bit more. Um, strategic with with the tire issue that we've got going on tire shortages and then, and it's and it's been you know pretty rampant the last several weeks especially but you guys got an in, you guys got some information from the cars tour end of last week that there'll be no practice tires sold at the racetrack leading up to this weekend throwback back 276 only race tires how does that affect y'all's strategy as far as going to the racetrack on on friday and and what how do you guys adapt to not having sticker tires got to make you know do with what you have i guess uh you know with dominion we weren't really worried about tires just because dominion is just not corrosive you can run a while they don't drop off speed but victory is different i mean you, you do you run too much on these tires you're going to abuse them and you know we don't know to be honest we don't know when we're going to get practice tires back we don't know if we're going to get them for weight so you know the deal is here is you know when, when we go to practice it's going to be very efficient you know do run it just enough laps you need and then um then pull it in and, and adjust on it no need to do anything extra be efficient with every run you make make good choices uh no need to waste any extra laps on something um because we know that we we could be running out of tires very quickly speaking of that you know one thing that you said uh, and and this is a, a good good buddy of mine too you talked about horsepower brian tanner does your motors i'm not mistaken is that correct Yes, that's correct. Talk a little bit about, you know, like you said, Dominion's a horsepower track, but, I mean, I talked to a lot of these guys. Some of these other teams, they'll change out different motors. Is that something that you guys do as well at Sellers? I mean, will you go from an, from an Enforcer and a Harrington to a spec motor to a crate motor? Is that something that you guys do frequently as well as far as, you know, what racetracks you go to, low grip versus high grip? Uh, we have not. Um, we've run the Enforcer every race. Um, the only thing we did have to refresh the motor – but that's, you know, Brian, you know, gives me a good motor every time. And uh, he's been really, really good to me over the years. So uh, the past few years. And so I trust the power plant he gives me. And um, we've just been really quick with it. Well, again, five weeks off since the last Cars Tour race. We'll be back in action on Saturday night. Some of these guys, Bobby McCarty, Justin Johnson, Caden Honeycutt, they decide, Jared Fryer, they decided to go uh, run a couple of late model races in the Triple Crown at South Boston and Langley Speedway over the last few weeks. You decided to do something a little bit different. Talk about what you did in your uh, in your off time here the last few weeks. So for the past few weeks, um, you know, I just graduated high school and uh, my buddies and I wanted to do a senior trip. And uh, we decided we were going to do this crazy cross-country trip uh, and to see, you know, pretty much the entire country. And so we got back about a week ago, and um, the, and for three weeks, uh, we we hopped in a minivan and we went across the country. We drove through 25 states and did 8,500 miles. Saw seven different national parks and uh, stayed in about three different cities. So uh, we saw a lot of the country, and it was just us just on the road, really seeing you know things we've never gotten a chance to see, and you know seeing a lot of different people, and you know seeing how amazing this country is and how big it is and how different it is depending on where you are um you know being as far west as washington as far south as texas is uh you know seeing all of that was just really really cool how old are you 17 or 18 i just i was i'm 18 so you're 18 you're 18 years old and you've probably seen more of the country than i have 
That's crazy, man. That's awesome, man. That that's a really cool thing and to do that and to to have the initiative and drive to do that, man. That's awesome. Talk a little bit. I know you said something else cool that you were able to do at Caraway um, a few weeks ago. Well, I guess it's been a couple months ago now, but when you graduated high school, you actually did the graduation, a little bit of a graduation ceremony there at Caraway on Friday afternoon, announced to everybody that you're going to Virginia Tech uh, for college. Talk a little bit about how all that kind of came about. Well, uh, you know, that weekend I had to go back. I, I went and I practiced Thursday and came back Friday, graduated and came back down the track um, on Saturday. And I told uh, Jacqueline, Drake, and, and Keely about it. And they um, they said, we're, we're going to do this little thing. We're going to do this little graduating thing. And, and it was pretty cool. You know, they're great. And I uh, I love doing anything with them in terms of the, in terms of the uh, media stuff. I know it's uh, great for, um, you know, exposing yourself to other people. So. I mean, it was just—it's really cool. I'm super excited for this next chapter of my life, going to going to tech in the next few weeks, so uh, and doing racing as well. So I'm I'm super excited. I know it's a you know it's going to be a little bit different this weekend with no with no tires, but um, obviously you've got an amazing team behind you with Sellers Racing HC Thomas Scott. Um, what does it take for for you to go back to back here and win at Hickory on Saturday night? I just think we need to we need to get the car back to um, where it needs to be. I think there's a lot of that has to do with you know getting the car right. When you have uh, so many high caliber drivers having a car that's that got that's got the speed to be one tenth quicker than everybody else's, you know the 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 point that will put you over the edge and will put you back in victory lane. It's very hard to go back to back in the series. Um, there's no given. Just because you win one race doesn't mean you'll even finish in the top ten of the next one. So. You know, we got to keep our head down, um, use this momentum to for confidence, but, um, you know, to put all our focus into finishing good in this race. Daniel, it takes a lot to get to the racetrack every week. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to thank those sponsors. Any of those people behind the scenes that help you get to the racetrack that make it easier for you every weekend? Well, I just got to thank, uh, first and foremost, you know, my, my family, my dad. He does so much for me. I'm super blessed to be able to go racing every weekend. Um, you know, I have to thank, you know, the, the Clark family, Logan and Vicki Clark, you know, WG Speaks, that entire organization of people, you know, they've been really, really good to me over, this year, over the years. They've, they've been my longest sponsor, um, as well as, you know, Jones Utilities helped us out earlier in the year. Um, and Sellers Racing, my entire team, they work so hard. I really do believe we've been the hardest working team this season. We've been through the most. We've, you know, we've clawed the mountain to get up to where we are, and I really feel like it's going to turn the corner in the next few weeks. Well, Daniel, we, we invite winners to the Stickered Up podcast. So if we can see you in Victory Lane on Saturday night at Hickory, we'll be more than happy to extend the invitation to you to come back on and talk about it. Best of luck to you this weekend at Hickory Motor Speedway, and uh, we hope to talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Caution flag is out. When we return, we'll have reigning late model stock car champion Jared Fryer in studio. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. 
Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757. For Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. RNS Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336-213-0736. That's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336-213-0736, South Boston, Virginia. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official Car Care Service Center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up Podcast. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Caden Honeycutt, driver of the number four, Justin Johnson Racing Ford. You're listening to the Stickered Up podcast with Stephen Dunn. Green flag back out, Stickered Up podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. In studio, the 2020 late model stock car reigning champion, Mr. Jared Fryer, driver of the Solid Rock Carriers Sterling Building Ford, owned by Mr. Jimmy Morin. Welcome back to the Stickered Up podcast, Jared. Glad to be back. I wish I was being invited for winning not just well you know you could win this weekend at hickory and come back next week i'd be glad to do that so you haven't won but you've been you've been in the hunt just like last year you've been in the hunt and uh you currently sit fourth in points and man you're only seven points out of the lead you've got a couple of guys in front of you those guys in seven races have won four of those seven races so uh you still got to feel good about where you're at in points, even though you haven't won a race. You've been very consistent, five top tens, five top fives um, in seven races. Um, you got to be excited about going back to Hickory this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Hickory is one of our better tracks, too. Um, it, I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Like, always, it's second year on this car, so it's tough to say. But it seems like once we start the year off, it, it goes okay, but we don't really start hitting on things and learning more about it till later in the season i feel like after this weekend was a huge relief man like i felt like we'd done what we needed to do and that was probably the second time this year we've had a car i felt like capable of winning and where we need to be in a situation to win other than caraway so it feels good to do that and um learn about the race car and hopefully make it better and know what it needs when we go to the different racetracks and stuff so looking forward to running at hickory well, again, like you said, you know, Daniel Silvestri, we just had him on, and he talked about in his five-week break from the Cars Tour, he, man, he went and, like, 
couple of his high school buddies and him graduation they like traveled all over the country 85 8500 miles seven national parks i'm like man i said that's awesome you you decided to go do a little racing on a triple crown south boston fourth of july weekend and then again like you said at langley this past weekend you're right in the mix there for the triple crown too you and bobby mccarty uh, peyton sellers um heading into martinsville in about six weeks but Talk a little bit about the you know those those two triple crown races and does that give you some momentum coming into going into Hickory this weekend? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, it was good to go there. I knew I, my biggest worry this year was when we do go run different races that is not Cars Tour and not on the Cars Tour tires is how will we run? You know, can we compete? You know, will we be fast? Whatnot? And that was my biggest worry, and sure enough, it kind of it really snuck up on us at South Boston. We really didn't unload like we needed to. We never really had the speed in short run that we needed there, but we had long run speed and ended up making a decent race out of our qualifying effort there. And that was just a totally different game. I've never raced that car there or on them tires. So everything was just out of the ordinary for us. And, and like I said, all of our games. So it was a lot to try to figure out what it needed and everything. And I feel like we've done a good enough job at it and all. Obviously, I'd like to go back there now after everything I learned, but uh, we did carry some momentum into Langley, and, man, it was really good. Um, we were short on tires, you know, able to buy one set of practice tires, but we were able to start on better tires. We had we had some tires from earlier this year at Carteret that we were start, started on, so that helped a lot. You know, at um, South Boston, we started on some tires. That was from last year, and, you know, so we really didn't know what we had, and that probably hurt some too, but – so we had a little better comfortable card starting on there at Langley and everything went great, man. It was good to be able to go there and qualify second and run second for three quarters of the race and then uh, end up fourth there after a pit stop, put tires on things, just kind of lost the balance. But it was still good to go there and race them guys. You know, I mean, that's like somebody's saying, there really wasn't much tore up in the front in the top 10. I said, yeah. you're racing with some of the best in the country. I mean, that's yeah. if not the best, you know. So, you know, they shouldn't be running over you and – having issues so that was uh that was definitely a, a momentum for a lot of momentum for us to to run that good and hopefully carry that into martinsville places that we don't run often you know and and on a different tire so um it was awesome just wish we could have won the race or finished a little better but it happens well get tell, talk about south boston so that's a racetrack that the cars tour ends the 2021 season at in or october is there anything that you can take away from the the 200 lap race? I know it's a different tire on the F50, and for the for the average race fan, they might not know the difference between an F50 and an F45 NASCAR versus an F45 Cars Tour tire. Is there things that you can pick up on a different tire that you're going to go back to in, in October? Yeah, I feel like that 50 has similar characteristics of the Cars Tour 45. Cars Tour 45 is definitely a little bit harder, stiffer sidewall. Uh, the the NASCAR tire is a little bit softer we feel like and has more grip and more forgiving so um the 50 was really hard to get a handle for me and and it's kind of on the other end of the 45 nascar tire so we i feel like we can take away some some notes from there on the 50 uh especially how the track raced it, it, the track to me raced amazing you know we were on the top we were on the bottom it was very racy um so yeah i think it was definitely a positive racing there with triple crown and it was awesome to run that race man i didn't realize how big of a race that was that was the first time i've ever run that race actually 
and it, I feel like it was a sold out crowd and more. It was it was amazing to see that many people there in the stands. I tell you, it it was really eye opening. And I've been to South Boston for the for the two hundred lap race in July a couple of times, and they've got really good fans at South Boston. But man, you're right, that place was packed out July Fourth weekend. And I'm gonna tell you, um, that's the first time I've been to Langley Speedway in over twenty years. And man, it was it. I was telling Tony Stevens, I was talking to him on the phone uh, Monday, and I said, man, it's like almost had a cup feel to it. Like, it had a band playing under the grandstand, they had a driver, you know, the autograph session, and like, man, that place was packed, and standing in the spotter stands, just seeing all the people having their phones out, doing video, and I think the coolest thing about the fans this past weekend at Langley is, man, they cheered for everybody that walked across that stage at driver intros. Yeah. It was really cool, man. I mean, that... For a late model stock car driver, man, that's kind of like, like you said, it's triple crown. I mean, obviously Martinsville's the the crown jewel, but leading up to it, man, I thought it was a really, really cool atmosphere. Absolutely, man. South Boston and Langley Speedway both did amazing jobs at putting that race on and promoting it and everything. It was it was so cool to see that many people there to race because it's been a while since we've had a race that big. I feel like of a crowd attendance, so uh, it was very special. Um, they they ever like I said everybody done a good job at it. And it was cool, too, because, like, you know, South Boston has a lot of hometown locals there, so there was a lot of cheering, a lot of booing. And then we went to Langley, and everybody's cheering. It's just like it was so cool to see the fans meet the fans, man. They were all happy to be there. It was They'd been there several times. And so it was really neat to go out there and talk to them and see, you know, because if it wasn't for them, it probably wouldn't be as good, right? So it was awesome to see that many people there and and the promoting that they'd done. I know that that Vaughn and everybody at Langley done a lot of promoting to get people there for that race because it is the biggest race of the year for them yeah and uh, it is definitely one of the bigger races for us so it was it was really cool i told um i told justin johnson i said man if we could just pick this racetrack up and move it about two hours west man they i i, I could see that place having 20 25 cars every weekend yeah you know dominion does i think dominion probably does the best job on the nascar side as far as car count on a weekly basis but man, that place was, and it's racy. I mean, I thought the racing was good. Um, you guys did a great job, not not tearing a bunch of stuff up too. Which, from a graphics rap guy, <laughs> like you don't know, I was on pins and needles, man. I had four of you guys that I have to rap between now and Hickory, and the what last thing I need is for any of y'all to get tore up, let alone more than one of y'all get tore up. So thank you, and Justin Johnson and Caden Honeycutt and. Uh, and and uh, Stalins, who was driving the car that we're wrapping for Bubba Pollard, thank you guys all for not tearing up a bunch of stuff this weekend. Yeah, I, honestly, it never even crossed my mind until after the race. They were all happy it didn't get a, any damage or tire marks on us. And honestly, I never it never never crossed my mind. I was I was yeah. in the mindset the whole time. I felt like I had a car capable of winning, and that's what I was going to do. Yeah, I was in that situation, that, that position to strike and be ready. And obviously, it didn't happen. But I was there. I felt like, and and we ran good. So that was. That was good at car come home clean. I know my dad was happy about that. Yeah, that my dad, so is your so is your graphics guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of lot of time putting that car to get it ready to go to Langley because yeah. after South Boston we had a little damage there, and so we had had to change a lot of things and fix a lot of things. So to get it turned around and be there, it was it was good. So we had really good fanfare at Langley Speedway, Hampton Heat 200. This is probably the most fanfare for the Cars Tour in uh, every year. Fan, uh, throwback race. 
Um, they've got some legends coming, uh, Scott Riggs, uh, David Green, Joe Nemechek, um, Rudiman's going to be there. But this has always been one of those races where, I mean, they're, I, I make the joke that people are hanging out of the grandstands. I mean, that place is packed. I mean, go to a weekly racing show at Hickory, and there might be, I don't know, 800,000 people there every weekend. But this, this weekend, I mean, that place has always been packed for throwback weekend. And you've got a very special scheme, something that's very important to you and very near and dear to you. Uh, you're doing a throwback to, to your grandfather, Freddie Fryer. He's won the Snowball Derby a couple of times. And like I said, man, I, I was telling Morgan before you came in, like, when you've got a Wikipedia page <laughs> and there's lots of facts about you, you were somebody. And just doing a little bit of research before, you know, we had you on the show, man, he was he was kind of a big deal back in the day. And, and I want to give you an opportunity to kind of talk about why you chose this scheme and and what it what it means to you yeah um so backing up to fans at hickory and stuff you know that's another thing somebody asked us like how do you think the turnout would be i said i think it'd be another sellout crowd i mean the first two years it was it was amazing to see that many fans there because that's very special there's a lot of old school fans there and they like to see that you know because that's what they grew up watching is those cars racing um so i think That'll be good. You know, there'll be a lot of people there this this weekend. and looking forward to that, man. It's always special to me to race in front of a lot of a lot of fans like that. It, it's very cool. Um, but to my race car, yeah, it's definitely special. And we done a throwback to him, but it was like his early models car the first year. And so this year we figured we'd go ahead and blow it out of the water and do the one we've been wanting to do. And uh, that's his snowball car from 81, so it's pretty special. And to me, it's going to be even more special to have Alvin Shelton and uh, Jeff Johnson there who – also worked on that car that won a snowball the year so that's awesome man it's it's be pretty cool and I, both of them's been to the races this year but i wanted to make sure both of them was there for that race because it'd be pretty cool and i know it's definitely special to my dad so i wish i was around that time to see obviously i'm not i wasn't but um it definitely seemed like a lot of good racers back in the day um the cars were like super special you know the bodies yeah. were handmade yeah um they just looked good everything was cool about it so I'm very excited about running it, and hopefully we can uh, do good and get a win for him. It would be uh, – I know that there's a lot of people um, where a win this weekend would be extremely sentimental for, for a lot of people. I think the one thing that I've noticed um, from from my standpoint uh, with, with our GSX wrap stuff and the cars that we're wrapping and um, the, the cars that Bradley McCaskill with Graphics Limited is wrapping um, – a lot of late model, a lot of short track racing people are being honored this year, as opposed to the first couple of years. There's a lot of cup schemes, a lot of you know Bush series schemes and stuff like that. I think it's really a testament to you know the short tracks and the routes. And I mean, talk a little bit about that and you know your thoughts on that as far as people really honing in. I mean, Craig Moore's got a really cool scheme. Anybody that grew up in the late 80s early 90s knew who wayne patterson was um i mean he ruled the roost when it came to uh orange county south boston Southside speedway and he's doing a cool throwback to him and um you know mini tyrell doing the uh throwback to um ricky hendrick when he ran late models at um, at concord speedway any of those schemes kind of stick out to you other i mean obviously i know i know granddad's is probably obviously your favorite but any other ones stick out to you as far as the history behind it um it's gonna be kind of funny but i actually done a sterling marlin scheme my second throwback race and that was a piedmont airlines car uh 
and then I seen Tyler Matthews running the Coors Light one, Sterling Marlin. So that one sticks out to me really, really yeah. vaguely because I remember that a lot. You know, that car raced against the car my dad worked on, which was a Caterpillar car. I can't remember the year. I want to say 2002 Daytona when Sterling was leading it. And, and he jumped out of the car to fix it. Yeah. And, and Ward, Ward Burton won. Yeah, Ward was running second. So that was the car my dad worked on, and they ended up winning that year. So I remember that car a lot. And I remember seeing that car a lot. I don't know why, but it did really you, stood your, out. Did your dad work on Ward's car? Yeah, he was I shot He that. was shot foreman at that time. That Bill cool. racing and Awesome. When they won the Daytona 500. So, you know, it's kind of crazy because I don't really – I didn't ever really studied racing and cup racing and late model racing back in the day because I was racing a lot. And then, you know, I kept up with my dad and the Ward and – build air racing team and stuff so i don't really remember a whole lot but it is super cool to see a lot of those local short track racer cars you know the first couple of years it seemed like it was more cup and bush stuff and then now everybody's starting to go back to the roots you know late models and and super late model throwback schemes stuff so it's very special to me to see some guys you know because some guys kind of paved away for us and yeah you know why the tracks are still here because them guys you know so it's cool to see and uh, look forward to seeing them all Saturday and hopefully meeting some of the drivers at random cars. So your first throwback scheme, I remember this because it was one of the best done cars. You did the throwback to that old Piedmont 44 your first year. What's the story behind that? Um, so I, I can't remember the exact years on that, but I know Terry Labonte drove that car and Sterling. I think we done. I think they were a little bit different, but they drove the same car and had Piedmont on it and stuff. And Sterling actually was the year that we done. But my, my dad worked on that car, I think, when Terry drove it. Okay. But he did work on a car when Sterling. I don't know the exact years and all that, but I know he worked for Sterling and Terry. So it was kind of cool to throw back to that, you know, and have a have a cup scheme. Or I think it was Bush at that time. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a fun weekend for sure. I uh, wanted to talk to you a little bit too. Um, the reigning champion, I know that you're – we talk about this all the time – you still want to win races and i get that that's the that's the racer in you but you're in position to to go back to back and 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 do what bobby mccarty did in 2018 2019 and win back-to-back championships five races including hickory on saturday night you've got tri-county wake county florence south boston um what has to fall in place what happened what has to happen for jared fryer to hoist that trophy at south boston in october definitely need to win for sure and uh rack up on some bonus points get some laps led i know it's crazy i don't really lead many laps uh it's hard to win them races too that's another thing yeah so i think good qualifying effort start up front lead some laps and uh, definitely pick off a win got to have a win first and you know like i said before in the past i didn't really feel that good about the 2018 championship would not win in 2020 was amazing because we won and had a very solid year so hoping hoping we can pick up a win and and keep this solid year going and repeat is there a, i missed motor mile i apologize to the folks up in radford but is there a, is there a race that you've got circled or a couple of race tracks you might have circled that you feel like you can go out there and grab that win not really man i feel like honestly we can we have a shot to win any racetrack we have such a good race car a good team i, I have a lot of confidence in everybody it's just a matter of adjusting making the right adjustments day of and uh having having the best situation you know yeah. you can have the best car but if cautions and restarts and stuff don't fall your way it's kind of hard to overcome that sometimes but there's there's a lot that goes into winning races man just i mean you look at there's several people let every lap except for the last lap you know yeah it, even this year we've had that happen so uh it takes a lot to win that's the biggest thing but you got to have a car capable of being in that situation so uh, i feel like we we can do it um i know there's i wouldn't really say i'm scared of the track or nervous about it just 
never been there and not sure what it's going to be like you know like such as wake county you know we go from these faster oh, that's right you never tracks. you didn't run wake county a few years ago you're running super so you didn't yeah. run that race did you so that's the only i should i should say i got a question mark beside that because i don't yeah. know how it's going to go you know i think there's a lot of people that have a, i mean it's a question mark or if it's just a oh shit we got to get through this right race unscathed yep i can tell you right now i mean justin that's a, that's a race that you know when you go through the schedule you mark off races where this this is where we've we can't slip up. Right. I know for Justin, it was Dominion and Wake County. Those are the two tracks that he felt a little uneasy. He didn't feel great about Caraway either and ended up winning Caraway. You had bad luck. You probably would have been up there battling him if you hadn't had the tire go down. But, um, but you know, I, I know also, too, just like, you know, you probably have tracks that you feel really good, you know. And I know Justin feels really good about Motor Mile and South Boston and, Florence. I mean, all those are good racetracks for him. And I tell you, man, it's, I, I feel like that um, – and think about this. I mean, if we go back through the last two years of late model stock car competition, the Cars Tour, I think the only multiple winners from last year to this year are Justin and Lane. I think that's it. You yeah. know, Lane's got – he had two wins last year, and he's got a win this year, and Justin's got two this year. I think everything else is just kind of, you know, I, I don't know what, I don't think Barry's won more. I think he just won it last year at Greenville yeah, in the last. Yeah. So, but he'll be someone to beat this weekend at Hickory. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard he's coming. So, um, yeah. How does, how does, how does that, I mean, as you, as far as a driver and a competitor and look, I think everybody is excited about what Josh is doing. But from a, from a competitive standpoint, don't you just like, man, just just go do your Xfinity thing and leave us alone in the late model <laughs> ranks, man? Because, you know, you come down and won at Hampton, won at Langley this past week in the Hampton Heat. I'm pretty sure he'll be at Martinsville for the 300-lap race, and obviously he's going to run this weekend at Hickory. He's going to do a little bit more late model racing. But And you just want to say, hey, man, just do your, do your Xfinity and your truck thing. Leave us late model guys alone. <laughs> Yeah, one aspect I do, but then another man, you know, like this weekend, I felt like it was a big accomplishment to out-qualify him, and yeah. we, I know he was probably riding, but we outran him all, most of the race, you know, mm-hmm. when, when now he outran us when it counted, but uh, to still do that is a huge accomplishment, accomplishment in uh, in racing, so, you know, he's definitely the best and top it at our level right now, so to beat him and to win is not only, not only big to win, but to beat him too would be even bigger, so, yeah. Um, to be the best, you got to beat the best. They say so. Yeah, we're gonna definitely try. the The tire thing has been an issue. Um, not not now. It's affected the cars tour. I think the cars tour may be the last to really get affected because, you know, Caraway, Dominion, Langley. You guys were able to get you know practice tires this weekend at Hickory. Um, practice tires are not available for purchase. Just your race tires. How does that change y'all's mindset? And how does that change y'all's game plan going into practice on Friday? Man, honestly, it really doesn't bother me because I don't never, I don't know if it's just the way I've grew up racing or what, but I've never really liked to put on new tires. I mean, to me, every time you put new tires on, it always drives good, it feels good, and it should run good. So I'd have never really liked that. You know, I've always liked to work on setting my car up when on older tires. So it'll be interesting to see how it is. I feel like there's a lot of people that are at the top of the boards and practice a lot because they put on tires or always stay on fresh tires. So, have six tires six sets of tires on on thursday and friday and 
they win practice on Friday, which pays nothing. Right. So, <laughs> and I've never really been big on that, you yeah. know. So, uh, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Um, I don't really think it'll change our plan at all. Yeah. Obviously, we won't be able to make a mock run, but that's fine with me. Put it all on the line, qualifying. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know how long it's going to go on like that now, you know, because eventually we'll run out of tires to practice on if we aren't getting any tires to practice on. Because once you race on tires, they're pretty much junk. Right. You know, we don't ever put them on again. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how practice is and how the speeds are. I feel like there'll be a lot of gaps in the speeds now. Yeah. People will be on fresher tires. Some people will be on probably really old tires because that's all they got yeah. until qualifying rolls around. Well, you'll have a little bit different perspective from your first trip to Hickory. Um, in March, you were in a wedding, so you were very limited in, in the amount of practice and whatnot. You um, had your spotter escort you in from the airport, jumped in the car, strapped in, had a had a pretty decent finish considering I've been in the car all day. A um, little different scenario this weekend. You'll get to practice on Friday, Saturday. What's it take for Jared Fryer to park it in victory lane on Saturday night with that Freddie Fryer scheme on there? Definitely a good qualifying effort. And uh, I feel like being up front, keeping the tires on it, for sure. So it'll be uh, man, biggest thing is qualifying. I feel like there's, I feel like we've had good enough cars to win, but we don't never qualify in the top five or seven where I feel like we should. Well, didn't you tell me you don't, you sucked at qualifying? I do, but lately I picked it up, and we <laughs> you had, were pretty good at Langley this week past yeah, weekend. <laughs> I surprised myself there. So uh, if we can if we can do that again, stay up front, man. I feel like we can have a shot at it. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot of people to get to the racetrack, Jared. I want to give you the opportunity to thank the sponsors, thanks the people behind the scenes that that uh, and you're you got your phone. You're gonna pull up your little cheat sheet, and um, but that's good. That's what that's what your sponsors want. They want to make sure that you remember who they are at all times. Absolutely, there's a lot of people, man. That's one thing people don't realize is how much really goes into to running one of these cars on the tour. You know, it's not all at the racetrack. There's a lot of shop help in between races, whether it's getting parts or or coming over and work on the car, help load, whatever it is. You know, every little bit helps. But my um, biggest sponsor is definitely Solid Rock Carriers, Sterling Building Group, Swiss Springs, uh, Clark Automotive, Bill's Golf Carts, JM Racing, uh, RNS Race Cars helps us out a lot. And uh, couldn't do it with my dad without my dad and, and Derek Jennings and Jason Stanley come by last week and helped us get nose on it and stuff like that. So he's uh, helped. There's been a lot of people there uh tony white doing a good job spotting for me and obviously my mom my sister my brother-in-law and, and my wife so about to say don't leave out your wife because no. she'll listen and then she will <laughs> yeah. i'm glad that you remembered that yeah and that's that's another big part a lot of people don't realize is how much she helps me off the racetrack whether it's yeah. at home or getting to and from the races however you know there's a lot that goes into it and a lot, a lot of sacrifices into running with the cars tour and, and running at the level of late model racing i feel like that we are so can't do it without without all them well i'll tell you the same thing we told daniel uh, silvestri when he parted ways with us we like winners here at the stickered up podcast go on and get you that checkered flag on saturday night at hickory and we'll see you here in a couple weeks hopefully man i'm looking forward to it caution flags out we're going to come down pit road we're going to stick her up one final time we'll be back and we will preview this weekend's throwback 276 at hickory motor speedway you're listening to the stickered up podcast Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour.
BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can't make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online. PitRow.tv. That's PitRow.tv. Don't change that channel. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336 213 0736. That's 336 213 0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336 213 0736, South Boston, Virginia. Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation, Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. This is Lane Riggs, driver of the number 99 for your tank line, solid rock carriers, Turner Asphalt, late model stock. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast with Stephen Dunn and powered by Solid Rock Carriers. White flag on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. Race weekend is at Hickory Motor Speedway, the throwback 276. Honeywell Homes presented by Baker Distributing Company. Again, practice for the late models and super late models will take place on Friday. Saturday, they'll be back in action for practice starting at 12.15. Gates open at 4 o'clock. Late model stock car qualifying at 4.30. Super late model qualifying at 5.15. Fan Fest at 6 o'clock. Again, Scott Riggs, David Rudiman, Joe Nemechek, just to name a few of the legends that will be on the on site. Um, and then they'll have the drive look back with the legends at 7 o'clock, driver introductions at 7.30, and then at 8 o'clock the green flag falls on the Honeywell Homes Throwback 276 presented by Baker Distributing. 138s for the super late models and 138 laps for the late model stock cars. Uh, if you're going to be in the Hickory area, I highly encourage you. This will be one of the biggest cars tour races as far as fanfare in 2021. Grandstand tickets start at $25. Trackside parking also $25. 
One thing is, is if you can't make this race, I really highly encourage you guys, if you guys have not downloaded um, and subscribed to Pit Road TV, uh, Hannah Newhouse, Tony Stevens, they're actually going to have Winston Kelly in the booth this weekend doing play-by-play. Get, please, 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 please go and watch the race. See some of these really cool throwbacks games. A lot of these graphics companies, a lot of these drivers invested a lot of time, a lot of money and energy into making this weekend what it's going to be. And we'll look forward to recapping it with our next edition of the Stickered Up podcast in a couple of weeks. Couldn't do it without the help of the broadcasting experts, Dave Perkins, Morgan Patrick, making us sound good. And all those people that help us um, in the sponsorship world, RNS Race Cars, Marcus Richmond, Thrifty Tire, Justin Johnson, BST Shocks, PJ Bryant, Pit Road TV with Tony Stevens, and of course, Mr. Kirk Ipock with Solid Rock Carriers. We look forward to seeing you at Hickory Motor Speedway this weekend for the Cars Tour Throwback 276. You're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts. Oh,